Do you ever catch yourself wishing you didn't have to stay positive? Or maybe you've been working on keeping a positive mindset for years, but it still feels like a daily battle sometimes. Having a chronic illness means you're being told to stay positive all the time. And let's be honest, it's exhausting. Because pushing ourselves to stay positive is not actually positive. There's a much easier way to get a strong, positive mindset and all of the feel-good perks that come with it without the pressure of looking on the bright side. Check out my free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset. In it, I give the straight scoop on strategies that work and common strategies that are a waste of time and energy. Go to andreahansencoaching.com now or use the link in this podcast description and get your free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset, today. You are listening to the Health Mindset Podcast, Episode 1. Welcome to the Health Mindset Podcast, where your mindset gets results. You know you want better health. You know you want to take action. Learn how to stop sabotaging your progress so you can achieve the level of health you've always wanted for your life. Now, here's your host, Master Certified Coach and Author, Andrea Hansen. Welcome to the very first episode of the Health Mindset Podcast. I am so excited to have you here. I really appreciate you taking the time to give us a listen. Um, I think you're going to love what you hear. I love what I'm going to share with you. I can't wait. Today's episode, since it's the first episode, is going to ask the most important question, which is, what is this podcast all about and what can it do for you? I'm going to talk about what the health mindset means because this is the health mindset podcast. I realize that the only reason, I mean, the only reason I listen to podcasts is because it can do something for me make me laugh, make me feel good, give me great information, help me in some way with, uh, with my own health. That's what I want this podcast to be for you. You want to lose weight, but your even bigger goal is to live a healthy life. Be that fit person who eats well and has lost the weight and feels great in their own skin. And finally stops thinking about that one day when you look like that awesomely in shape person that's next to you in the gym and actually be that awesomely in shape person at the gym. You want to head off any potential diagnosis or maybe you've had a diagnosis recently and know that getting healthy will vastly improve your future. This podcast is for you. I'm not just talking about it. I'm getting you there. I'm talking about things that you can start doing right here, right now. And I'm talking about how to get you that healthy life in a completely different way. But I know you're probably thinking you already know that you want to get healthy. You already have health goals. You already do your research. Don't you already have a health mindset? Aren't I just telling you things you already know? No, I'm not. And here's a hint. The health mindset is not about just doing it or eliminating temptations so you eat less. I will never tell you to clean out your kitchen or your pantry ever, because that's not what this is about. It's not about simply wanting to get healthy. 
it is so much more than that. It goes so much deeper. And I can't wait to dive in and tell you really everything. (laughs) I'm also going to talk a little bit about who I am, right? How did I get into this? And quite frankly, why do you care, right? How does my background and my experience help you? But first, I want to talk about why I wanted to do this podcast. More and more people understand the benefit of living a healthy life. And looking beyond just losing the weight in the moment and and looking good, but really keeping it off and adapting a different healthy lifestyle. And I love this. I love that my clients come to me wanting to get this healthy lifestyle. But as I looked around, I started to see a few gaps in this health world, this billion-dollar health industry that we have. The first gap that I saw was between these health hackers, the life hackers, and real people. And not to say that we can't all benefit from these health hacking uh, podcasts and books. I I love them. I love Sean Croxton and Bulletproof Radio, uh, Rich Roll I could listen to for hours, (laughs) which, which is good because he talks for hours on his podcast. That's kind of what it's about. But they all have or represent, I should say, these crazy high goals, right? This triathlon shredding, this daily juicing, the vegan lifestyle, right? They all they all represent these crazy out there goals that a lot of people aren't really close to. I know I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what world I'm going to become a vegan. Uh, not anytime soon. So there's this huge gap and it's fantastic to have really high goals. I definitely love goals. I love setting big goals, but when they're too far out, they can cause problems. They can cause frustration. They, it's that, are we there yet mentality? And that's frustrating because a lot of times these high goals aren't going to happen overnight. They're not even going to happen in a six month period. And so you're kind of left thinking, gosh, is it, am I there yet? Am I making any progress? Is this working? And you get really frustrated when, you know, there are those days where you look in the mirror and you think, oh, I'm so not there. I might actually have gone backwards, (laughs) right? So there's a lot of frustration. And often we don't get to that crazy big goal. It's just not necessarily attainable. And if we do get there, we have busted it out and really um, made this huge effort and we get there, but it's not sustainable for your the rest of your life, which really is what we're all after. It's not about looking good in the moment. It's about having a healthy life because that's when you get all of the benefits that come with all your hard work. So it's great to talk about the end game, but what about when you're in the moment? What about when you're out to, let's say it's a special dinner, maybe it's your birthday, and you're looking at the dessert menu and you're looking at all these great things and this little civil war is going on in your head. And you're thinking, okay, should I be good? Have I earned a day off? This is really good stuff. I'm not going to get this in my daily life. You know, I'm at this special restaurant. Maybe I should just go for it. I deserve it. It just goes back and forth in your head about ordering it. And it feels like crap. And when you have just these huge goals, they may help you overall, but it does not help you in that moment. 
in that moment where you're looking at the menu and you're wondering what you should eat, that's where health is. It's in those moments when you're making your decisions and that future prize doesn't help you in that moment. The second gap that I see is the gap between knowing what to do and then actually doing it. Because let's be honest. I will always be honest with you. I know what to do to get healthy. And I'm pretty sure you know what to do to get healthy too, right? You change. You change what you're eating. You work out. You add things to help your stress like meditation and me time and yoga and massage and hobbies. We know what to do. I don't see any shortage of people telling us what to do. The gap that I see is that it's really tough to do it, especially as it's presented in kind of this just do it way, (laughs) right? And you're probably here because you've been keeping your eye on that goal, but it's not happening or it's not happening fast enough or, or very much at all. And you've probably been trying to follow these practices that are needed to get there. All of this information that you're getting about dieting and exercise and and thinking that the more extreme your diet and the more extreme your exercise, the better, because it means that you're more dedicated and you're going to get better results. But you've had problems staying, quote, good because life happens. Cookies. <laughs> happen. (laughs) Special occasions happen. Things happen. And the bottom line is that you want different results than you've been getting. You want to stay healthy regardless of what's going on in your life, regardless of what is on the plate in front of you. You want something different. And maybe you just want something a little bit faster, or you want something a little bit better. But in order to get different results than what you've been getting, you have to look at things differently. You have to do things differently. You need to think about your health in a way that you've never done before. I want to help you think about your health differently. For example, I want you to think of consistency, not as something that you do again and again, but as a state of mind. And I want you to think about how no one else can actually give you motivation that lasts and that actually does something for you. And I want you to think about how being rebellious is a much bigger asset than determination when it comes to healing your body. This podcast is for all of those people who want to get healthy, but feel frustrated about not getting the results that they would want. And they look around and they feel like everybody else seems to be getting these results. (laughs) You may have goals fatigue. You may have been going at this for so long and being so dedicated that you're just kind of sick of making goals, especially if you don't feel like you're reaching those goals. You may feel like your health goals are maybe just too far away. And I'm sure you have the best intentions, but you still don't seem to get anywhere long-term. This podcast is here for you so that you can actually lose all the weight that you want. And you actually can feel good in your clothes all the time, (laughs) not just on good days. And you can feel amazing physically and take back control of your body so you don't feel like you're sabotaging yourself or something weird is going on. This is here so you can go to the doctor and not feel like another lost cause. 
not sit there and roll your eyes when the doctor goes through everything that you know you should be doing. <laughs> that's, I don't know about you, but that's one of the most annoying things to me. I want you to actually create the rituals around fitness and eating well and have them flow with your life instead of disrupting it. I created this podcast for you so that you can actually heal your body and feel like you're living with that hell yeah feel in your life. And I want to help you start now, like like right now, like immediately <laughs> as you're listening to this, regardless of your situation. I don't want there to be anything where you feel like you have to do before you can start with changing your health mindset. Because there is a way to climb that ladder and to reach those health goals. But you got to rework your mind in order to rework your body. And you do this through cultivating what I call the health mindset. So what is the health mindset? Well, when we need to be healthier, there are certain things that we all do. We change our actions. We try new habits. We eat differently. We work out. We join a gym or go start walking or jogging outside. We take medication. If that's something different, if we have some kind of a health issue, we see a doctor, we take action. We seek out help. We use our resources and our trainers and our nutritionists and all those people that we know can help us. But we tend to forget one crucial piece that can make or break any action that we take. And that's our mind. Our mindset is the crucial thing that we forget. And I want to clear up, our mindset is not simply about wanting to get healthy, right? We all want to get healthy. I'm pretty sure I have never met a person that says, you know what? I just don't want to get healthy. <laughs> Maybe you have. I have not. <laughs> And the mindset is not about loving skinny more than you love cheesecake or that kind of stuff. And it's not even about understanding the consequences of not getting healthy. It's not about you know, being a generally happy person. That's not what I'm talking about. What we think is the difference between doing it long-term and feeling like we're sabotaging ourselves and staying in the same place. A big part of being healthy is using your mind. But using your mind, knowing what you're thinking is a skill and it is not automatic. In fact, most people are on autopilot and operate under this, well, it is what it is kind of model. You don't have to choose that. You can become aware of what truly drives you. And here's the interesting thing is that what drives us is not logical. It's really not. Our goals, our desires, those can be very logical. Getting healthy, extremely logical. And it can be frustrating when we don't automatically just do it. When we don't have these logical thoughts and then everything else just falls in line and we get healthy and we lose weight. What you're thinking determines how you feel. And how you feel determines what actions that you take. So when you want to create a healthy life, healthy actions, you first need to cultivate a health mindset. 
And I want you to think about your mindset as a foundation. I'm a very visual person. I like using visuals. So I think about it as a foundation that has three main pillars. First pillar is consistency. Second one is trust. And the third one is rebelliousness. And like I said earlier, consistency is more of a state of mind than an action. And when I say trust, I mean trust in yourself, not trust in other people. And rebelliousness, which is one of my favorites, is the key to being able to understand exactly what works for you and what doesn't, regardless of current trends or what the morning show people say, right? The doctors that you see on the morning shows, really being able to say what works for you in the face of people saying something completely different. And within each of these pillars are also essential truths like kindness and self-love and emotional freedom and understanding what you need versus what other people say you need and living in integrity and understanding what you really want versus what you think you want. You need all three of these pillars to develop your health mindset. And your health mindset is what gets you those results that you've been wanting for so long in your health. Action means nothing unless your mind is systematically behind you. And that was the biggest lesson that I've learned in the past 17 years. And I know 17 years is kind of a random number. Why 17? Well, in 2000, I received a diagnosis that changed just about everything for me. Getting diagnosed actually ruined my life. (laughs) It ruined my life as I knew it. But that was not a bad thing. Because before my diagnosis, my life looked like me taking my body for granted. I ate like crap, (laughs) just crap food. I binged all the time. I'd been binging for a very long time, probably since middle school. I had spurts of exercise, but I would get into it, then I wouldn't. I had a lot of just emotional chaos is the best description for it. I had recently lost someone that I loved and was not dealing with that grief in uh, a very constructive way. But here's the thing. Throughout this whole time, pretty much my entire life, I wanted very much to be thin and have a life that was awesome. And that's why I say the health mindset goes way farther than that, because I've always wanted this, but I would want this and then I would binge on cheesy poofs. (laughs) So it's not just about wanting it. So then I got the news. I was very young. I was like 22 when it happened. And I found out that I had MS. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And my neurologist actually said that he had no doubt (laughs) this is what I I had. He said that I was on fire. I don't care what you're diagnosed with. If you have a neurologist and he or she tells you that you are on fire, (laughs) it's not not good. (laughs) It's not a good thing. I I was devastated when I heard that news. And it changed me. And I changed a lot about my life, pretty much starting right then. And I'll be sharing in later episodes what I did because starting right then, I realized that I really did want to be healthy. And so there's a lot of things that I did. But I made four major changes right off the bat. First thing that I did was I rebelled. 
not against, not against MS, because I knew, you know, I mean, there's nothing you can do about the diagnosis, but I rebelled against the industry, kind of the healthcare industry itself. I noticed that from the second I was diagnosed, people like uh, doctors and nurses and and um, other people that I would talk to that had MS were, weren't talking to me anymore. They weren't talking to Andrea. They were talking to a girl who has MS. They were telling me all of these things that I can do and I can't do anymore. And they were telling me how I was supposed to feel. I didn't get it. I had probably already had MS for about a year. It probably took me that long to get diagnosed, which is normal for, I think, a lot of things. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've had this for a year and what you're telling me is supposed to happen hasn't happened. So how do you know? It became very clear that when they handed me this mindset of you will now suffer, you will now have a life of pain and and all of these bad things are going to happen, I realized that they weren't talking to me. They were just handing me this blanket mindset. And I got the feeling that I was supposed to just accept it and just take it. And I was not cool with that. And so I rebelled against that. I decided right then and there. Um, within the first couple of days of being diagnosed, that I was going to decide how I felt living with MS. I was going to decide if this was going to make me suffer or if this was going to make me feel more determined, right? I, I totally rebelled. Second thing I did was I started to change my habits. I started to work out. I started to eat better. I hired a personal trainer who is still a dear friend of mine and I still work with, and I got nutritionists. And I'm not going to say I'm lucky because I think we create our own luck, but I do know that I am fortunate that I, once I learned how to work out and I learned more of the mechanics of it, I really liked it. Like I still work out. I still love it. But the third thing that I did was (laughs) I failed miserably at changing my eating. Like nutritionists didn't work out. My weight was going up and down. I would try these diets that were extreme back then, right back in 2000. Now it's just like every other page on the internet, but diets that cut out major food groups and cut down calories and did things like cut out fat and and all of this stuff, but they were very extreme and I could never stick with it. The fourth thing that I did was I started to realize that something was off. I realized that the diets, you know, when I was trying <laughs> on them and the exercise and trying to control stress in those conventional ways was not enough. I realized that there was a missing, there was something was missing. I found that piece through coaching. I first went and studied under Martha Beck. Um, if you know her, I went there, of course, first and foremost for me, but I learned about this whole this whole new world of coaching that I didn't know about. And so I studied under Martha and she personally certified me. And then I went on to study with my now mentor, Brooke Castillo at the Life Coach School, got even deeper into this practice. And Brooke is the one who certified me and master certified me in coaching. With this new knowledge, this new way of looking at things, I started looking at what I really wanted and what I wasn't getting or what I was getting, but not holding on to. And I realized that action meant nothing permanent unless my mind is systematically supporting everything I do. And again, this is not logical. There's nothing linear about this. It's, it's 
it's not something where it's like, I want health, so I'm going to do it and I'm going to get it, right? You don't just decide one day and the rest is history. I challenge anybody who says, you know, I just decided I wanted it and, you know, here I am. Crap, no way. I totally, (laughs) there's so more to it. It is not a linear process. And I found that fascinating. So what I mean by not being a linear process was that what you want and what drives you can be two different things. So of course, I logically wanted to eat healthy, but I never understood that what I wanted more was to fit in and to be a part of the crowd. And the crowd ate and drank whatever they wanted. And of course, I wanted to stop binging on cheesy poofs. Nobody likes (laughs) binging on cheesy poofs or anything else. But I never realized that what I wanted more was to feel better. And that's what binging does. It disconnects you from your emotions. So you feel better. At least you stop feeling like crap. I had very logical desires, but they were sabotaged completely by very illogical beliefs. And so I learned for myself that wanting something and taking action often isn't enough to stick with it long term. You've got to start being aware of these illogical beliefs that are driving you more. And the health mindset teaches us how to solve that problem. As I changed, I started to look at not only what I was doing, but also how I was doing it, which is kind of natural for me. I love that stuff. I love investigating and figuring stuff out. When I learned things, I started to teach others through life coaching and wellness coaching. And I would coach people on how to release stress in meaningful and lasting ways, how to lose weight. I worked with people with MS and helped them learn how to live well with their their new diagnosis. While I was learning this, I also wrote two best-selling books. First one is Live Your Life, Not Your Diagnosis, which is about handling stress while dealing with very you know extreme circumstances in your life. And I also wrote Stop Carrying the Weight of Your MS, which is about having something like a diagnosis and trying to wade through an often very confusing landscape of gurus telling you what you should eat and how you should how you should act. I also taught workshops. I spoke for um, really notable organizations like the National MS Society and the Center for Brain Health at the University of Texas at Dallas. I ran classes as part of an amazing MS research team at the University of Texas in Austin. And I spoke a ton about how to heal your body and your stress and your life, even when you're dealing with really difficult circumstances. It doesn't have to be MS, but we all have issues in our lives that we feel stand in our way. And while I was doing this, I watched the whole health industry boom, which is fantastic. But what I noticed the most was that the majority of the health industry was geared towards this elite, optimal health. And again, it's the the triathlon running vegans, right? The I haven't had sugar in 10 years <laughs> kind of mentality, the 5% body, you know, body fat and super clean everything. And I loved it. I loved that these things were popping up over, you know, the last however many years. And I listened to a lot of them and I read the books about food and what food does in our bodies, which I think is fascinating. And I learned a lot, but I found myself trying and feeling inspired by these, but not really reaching the goal because it was so far away. I loved 
consuming this information. But we have to be careful because our minds can trick us into feel like we're actually doing something when we're not. We've all heard about massive action, right? You just keep doing it until you get your results. The flip side of this is passive action. It's something I learned from my mentor, Brooke Castillo, and I think it's fascinating. Passive action is learning and listening to podcasts and reading things and envisioning and thinking. Passive action is the flip side of massive action. And although some of this stuff is really is useful, what isn't happening when you're taking passive action is results. <laughs> Those only happen when you take massive action. And I was stuck in the passive action loop quite a bit. I would beat myself up a lot because I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. I felt like I was working because I was listening to it and I was consumed by this by this whole industry, but I felt like a total failure. I kind of felt like a second-class health citizen because I wasn't living up to everything that I was listening to. I felt like I could stick with it for a little bit, but it was almost like when, well, if you ever tried to work on your posture, and so you sit in your chair with like this totally straight back, um, you know, your spine is totally straight, but you can only do that for so long until you just uh, just exhale and slouch over to where it feels a lot more comfortable. I used to feel like that a lot, but now I realize that I want optimal health to feel like the comfy chair. And you know what? It can, and it will when your mindset is behind you. I can't tell you the last time that I thought I was sabotaging myself because I practice this mindset. I never feel surprised by what's going on with my body. I feel totally in control. That's why I'm doing this podcast. I want to bridge that gap between striving for optimal health and actually achieving it. I want to fill in those gaps so that we can all go as far as we want with our health and not feel like we're constantly failing. I want to talk to the real people that have full lives and full schedules and real problems to navigate because that was, and it it still totally is me, and so many of the people that I work with. What I found is that trying for something so different and so far in the future can do the opposite of motivate us in the moment. And that can sabotage us. I want to create a sabotage-free zone. I want to put amazing health goals in your reach while still living your life. Because that's what the health mindset is all about. And you might have noticed that my health is something that I'm working on right alongside of you. And I'm doing really well. I've lost a ton of weight. My MS is not active right now, but I can't quit. I don't want to quit. No way. I want to keep going. I want to keep losing weight. I want to keep tweaking things. I want to keep learning and doing new things as my life changes and my body changes because nothing is going to stay the same, right? I'm going to be sharing with you what I find out. But one thing I want to make very, very clear is that this is not a situation of if I can do it, you can do it. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) I know I am a coach that hates when people say, if I can do it, you can do it because it's not true. It's just not true. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a whole other podcast because it's kind of fascinating. But this is about the fact that there is a way for you to reach your optimal health, whatever that looks like for you. Getting to know what's true for you what you're thinking, how your body reacts to things, what love and kindness and strength and determination look like for you. That's how you get lasting results for your life. 
not doing it like everybody else, but learning what works for you and knowing how to use the power of your mind to propel you forward instead of holding you back. Each podcast will leave you with a small way that you can take action and start shifting your mindset. For this first podcast, it's easy. I want you to get specific. When you think about what optimal health means for you, what is that? Exactly. (laughs) What is that? And you might have just rolled your eyes at me. (laughs) Because of course, it means getting in shape. Of course, it means losing weight. Of course, it means maybe curing a disease if you have a diagnosis. And okay, that all sounds fantastic. But it actually doesn't give you anything to work with. You've got to get specific. How much weight? How in shape? What specific result do you want for your health? Where do you see your health in the future when you've, quote, arrived? What does that look like? This is not goal setting. That's a whole other thing. I love goal setting, but this is not it. What you're doing right now is just setting your intention. And it sounds little, but it's super important because you've got to know where you're going, right? It's like, it's like on a map. If you don't know where you're going, your map is useless. So you've got to know where you're going. Get specific about what you want in your health. And then notice how you feel about getting specific. Are you excited about it? Maybe you're a little nervous. Maybe it feels a little uncomfortable. It's all good. Don't worry if it's not awesome and you're not super psyched about it. That will come. But take two or three of these specific results, write them down, write them down on a sticky note and post it where you can see it because that is the beginning of your health mindset. For information from this podcast and what you can do this week to shift your mindset, visit the show notes at www.andreahansencoaching.com slash HMP001. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more good stuff on how you can stop striving and start achieving your healthy, beautiful life. Until next time, take care.